Hello and welcome to the SpreadX 6 brought to you by Who Scored. I'm your host, George Ellick, and I'm delighted, as I am every week, to be joined by Jack Wright as we look ahead to this weekend's Premier League football. It's been a long time since we sat here, two weeks, <laughs> international break in the middle of it. But Jack is back to give you his six selections in his SpreadX 6. Spread betting this is, total goals, total corners, total booking points, player goal minutes, multi-markets and match performance as well. And as ever, we start with the goals spread. Uh, I'll repeat this at the end of the show as well, but in the link below at the bottom, uh, you can find a, a link there for new customers only, a free £10 goals spread bet there. T's and C's do apply, but that is where we'll start here, Jack. And I feel like you quite often look to Brentford when you're looking to buy goals, and Bournemouth uh, are the team hosting Brentford this time around, and you're buying at 2.7. I am, yeah. It's a well-trodden path to Brentford. and um, Just down the road. Yeah, it's not far away. It's very local. That's why we do it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that, that, I've really enjoyed watching them this season. They've been really entertaining. Goals at both ends, which is good for the neutral, certainly. And I'm surprised to see the line set at under three for here. Um, and I'm also a little surprised to see Gary O'Neill still in the dugout for Bournemouth, maybe, as, as possibly he is. Um, so three results um, for him so far. No defeats in that. Um, people might look at that and see the first one being a nil-nil and be a little bit concerned when we're playing goals here. But that was obviously on the back of a 9 0 drubbing and uh, his first game in charge where he's obviously tried to keep things tight and rebuild a little bit of confidence, which is successful. A five-goal thriller followed that. And then both teams scoring um, at Newcastle, which was a fantastic result for him. So a positive result here, I think, could even get him the job full time. And we'll have to see about that. But I think that will lead to him going front foot and looking to attack the game and, and try and win it, which is music to both mine and Thomas Frank's ears, of course, because we know Brentford are at the best on the counter-attack, which we'll have the opportunity to do at Bournemouth. They drew the first blank of the season last time out at Arsenal, but... Still crossed that goal line that we're looking for here. Um, conceded three, of course. But our away games have produced 11 goals so far, which is very nice indeed. Both teams have scored in each of those away games as well. An average of 3.67 across the away games, so very nice. And they've also got Ivan Tony, of course, who I think might be the kind of player who will be looking to prove a point to uh, the England manager for taking away on international duty and uh, not giving him any minutes and sitting him on the bench. Uh, so wouldn't be surprised to see him on the score sheet and contribute to some goals as we buy at 2.7. Be interested to see Tony's uh, celebration if he does score against Bournemouth uh, on the weekend. As you say, not the best couple of weeks for him after a bit of a dream come true moment. Uh, on to corners now, and it's a weekend of derbies in the Premier League, uh, one of which is the Manchester derby, two o'clock on Sunday. City hosting United. And for corners, you think City are going to rack them up 7.4 to buy? Indeed, yeah. It's a high line, but very justifiable. They're averaging nine corners per home game so far this season, which is only second. <laughs> quite incredible, but behind Newcastle, who we've profited on over the, this season so far as well for that amount. So hopefully we'll do the same thing here with Manchester City. We know what we're going to get with them. 72% possession at home for Man City so far this season. And um, we should probably expect that to be the same case here, even though they are playing against our rivals, Man United, of course. But I think United will be happy to sit deep, soak up the pressure and hit on the counter-attack with the pace they've got in forward areas, which has resulted in four straight wins for them. They've certainly turned the corner, excuse the pun, um, and should travel the short distance with, with relative confidence, to be fair. Um, as I said, we, we should expect Man City to dominate the ball, have plenty of shots, you know what they do, um, lots of passing. Cutting cut back from the byline, all these sort of things result in corners, as they have done over the last few seasons for City. But also this time round, of course, they've got an added element in uh, Haaland up front. 
which means they can go a little bit more direct and flip the crosses into the box, which again is another uh, area of winning corners. So they've hit double digits twice in their three home games so far this season and hit nine in both home and away at United last season. We should expect more of the same here and them knocking on the door double digits again in this one at the Etihad. City corners in the derby there, uh, 7.4 to buy, the one that Jack is looking for in his second of his spread X6. Uh, on to bookings now. This is booking points, 10 points per yellow, 25 points for a red card. I mentioned derbies. Um, it might not be the North London derby. It might not be the, the, the Manchester derby, but take us away for the booking points. Certainly right, yeah. In obviously my favourite market, our most profitable one of the season so far as well, which always helps. And uh, I just need your help here, George. Right. I want to make sure I've got the right game. Okay. So I need to make sure we're ticking enough boxes here. You've already mentioned it. It's a derby, yeah? yes? East Midlands derby. According to Gary Lineker, the biggest East Midlands derby there is. Derby yeah. fans, I look forward to your comments on that one. Um, <laughs> is it a relegation battle? Yes, it is. Tick. 19th versus 20th in the league. Definitely a relegation battle this early stage of the season. Are either manager under pressure? Yes, both. Both are under pressure, of course. No win so far for Brendan Rodgers at Leicester. And um, Cooper obviously realises that his mm. owner of his football club has already sacked a manager at another club this season. So the trigger finger has been well worked already. Lots of pounds spent. 20-plus players in, only three, um, only one win on the board so far. And finally, the most important one, when's the game played? Well, interesting this. Yeah, Monday night under the lights. Monday night. I was always taught that if any game is under, is under floodlights, it couldn't be a derby. But, oh, really? Well, because, you know, people can spend all day in the pub. So I guess it's a Monday, so you can't It's a Monday, yeah, that's right. Yeah. People have got to work. So yeah. you're, you're right. It's Monday night under the lights, Monday night football, all the razzmatazz, the extra little bit of magic dust that we love. There we are. It ticks all those boxes. Let's add a little bit of stat-based stuff around those bones. Um, basic facts, only Fulham have collected more cards than Forest so far this season. They've picked up 20 yellow cards in total, which makes up for Leicester being a bit too nice. Um, that might well change, obviously, with the pressure that's on them to get a result, home crowd, and the relegation battle we've already talked about. Uh, the referee is Robert Jones, a new one for the show. We've not used him so far. Um, and But similar to Jared Gillett, who we had last time out, who uh, we said started a bit slow, but produced six yellow cards when we mm. needed four or more in the last game and cashed for that. Happy days. He, um, Robert Jones also had a slow start. Two yellow cards in his first game of the season. Since then, 14 in the next three, um, which added together is 16 over the four Premier League games so far this season. And I said, I like easy math. So that's exactly four <laughs> per game. And using the Spread X point system, that's 40 booking points average. That run started with a Nottingham Forest game, which is handy, and um, had 50 booking points in that, of which he gave 40 booking points to Nottingham Forest themselves. The chicksaw puzzle is clicking into place as per usual. So therefore, I am confident in Rob doing the job. Rob doing the job there, buying booking points at 40 in that game uh, yeah, between Leicester and Nottingham Forest. The first time they played in the Premier League since May 1999. First time they played in any uh, league, because they played in the FA Cup earlier this year, since uh, February 2014, where there were four yellow cards and a red card as well. Oh, Paul wow. Koncheski being sent off in the Championship. Jamie Vardy and Riyad Mahrez scoring for Leicester. Andy Reid, the legend, scoring for Nottingham Forest. Uh, on then, a little bit of football history. We're staying with the same game. I mentioned who scored in, in those games, in, the, in that game in the Championship. Mm -hmm. And a player who, you know, is, is destined for a bright future in, in Neko Williams. He is mm. five to buy. And I love this because anyone who's watched Forest this season knows that he might be a, a wing back or a full back, but he gets yeah. forward, doesn't he? Certainly does. Yeah, very much a low risk, high reward one here. Buying Neko Williams at five. Um, and look, we 
I think it's been well documented, Leicester's weaknesses from set pieces. He used to be on set pieces for Forrest since um, Gibbs-White's come in. He's not taken any in the last four games, so he should be in and around the box mm. um, to pick up anything there that Leicester might throw up. They've conceded five from set pieces already. No one's conceded more than that in the Premier League. But the main one I'm looking at here is that they've actually conceded, Leicester, more goals from counter-attacks than any other team in the league. They've conceded four goals from counter-attacks so far. And as you say... Nico Williams is a very attack-minded fullback. He will be part of that process as far as bringing the, the counter-attack. And he loves a shot. He's had 15 shots so far this season. I checked out on who scored where. That ranks him in the league overall. That's 16th most shots in the league overall wow. for a wing-back. Just put that into context, that's only two less than Mo Salah. That's exactly the same amount as Wilfred Zaha. And twice as many as Rhys James has only had seven. So... The phrase being, um, if you don't buy a lottery ticket, you're not going to win the jackpot. I'm hoping he brings us the jackpot this week, buying his goal minutes at five. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be betting on Leicester defence either, so it's a no. good time to get on board. Uh, Neko Williams there, five to buy player goal minutes. Multi-markets now, this is multiplying two match events uh, values by each other. You're looking at corners versus bookings. Again, this is booking points, so 10 for a yellow, 25 for a red. And it is a game between two sides really struggling, 17th versus 18th. Only, I think it is six goals between them, two wins between them. West Ham versus Wolves. Absolutely right. And this I earmarked for the Holy Grail, which is I coming thought, up. I thought there was going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. And you would have been right to think that. Other than the fact I was all set to go until the referees were announced. And we've got our good friend, Paul Tierney, in charge of this one. And also, there's a bit of history of corners here as well. So that put me off. And therefore, makes this a brilliant buy in the high, highly volatile market, we know multi-market, so tread very carefully, of course, on this one. The line is 460. Uh, we're going to buy at that. Um, as I said, Paul Tini's the referee. He's the number one referee, which is why I like him so much as far as the booking points per game average is concerned. 54 average. And in one of those games this season, he only showed one card. That was when Man City beat Forest 6-0. So it was obviously not very competitive. There's only been four red cards in the Premier League so far this season mm -hmm. as well, which is, I think is a really low number considering where we are. He's shown two of those red cards in two separate games as well, so it's not just for one incident. Um, and also Wolves have picked up one of those red cards uh, last time out against Manchester City. So a little bit of form around that as well. Um, obviously, it's a key multiplier. If he can get anywhere near to that average, 50 to 60, then we're obviously in good shape to then multiply that by corners to look at this line at 460. Um, Wolves games of the fourth highest average of corners so far this season with 11.29. West Ham sitting eighth with an average of 10.14. And they lost us the, um, the sell on the match performance last time out, if you remember rightly. Although mm. we only had one goal and only a couple of cards, there was 19 corners in that game, which <laughs> killed me at the time. But I'll be happy for them to do the same do thing this now. time. Yeah. They produced 14 corners in that particular game. So we're all set up. To really attack this high line, but said tread carefully, but it's a line I like to buy at 460. 460 there, volatile market, so keep your stakes uh, relative to, to what you can afford to lose always with those uh, big numbers. Uh, but buying West Ham versus Wolves, corners by bookings there at 460. Match performance now, this is of course the holy grail, as we always say, where we're chasing after the nil-nil. Um, you are getting uh, 15 points per goal scored, 3 points per corner, 5 points per yellow card, 15 for a red card. Uh, 10 just for a penalty being awarded, and then that minus 25 for a nil-nil. We've had the Manchester derby, the North London derby, the East Midlands derby. It is now time for the Ronald Koeman derby. <laughs> Southampton versus Everton. 
I, yeah, well, I missed that. <laughs> Damn, there we go. Yes, Ronald Koeman, who, well, yeah, was one of Frank Lampard's predecessors and uh, developed a style as Lampard that is not only easy on the eye, but it's certainly been effective. And he's brought in James Tarkowski, he's brought in Connor Cody as well, and they've certainly tightened themselves up at the back. They've conceded just six goals in seven games, which is one of the lowest in the league. Only one of their games so far this season has seen two, uh, more than two goals, and that was the game against Villa, mm. where it was 1-0 until the 86th minute, and there was two late goals, including a known goal. So we'll say that was a bit unfortunate. And I just think Southampton are going to find Everton tough to break down here. Um, they, they've not scored in either of their last two games of Southampton. They've also, their main striker is Che Adams, of course, who's been on international duty with Scotland this week. He's had over 150 minutes across three games for Scotland. So um, that's not going to help, I don't think, as far as them um, breaking down this tough and resilient Everton side. Um, as far as corners are concerned, this is quite easy on my maths as well. Um, Southampton averaged four corners per game away from home and four corners per game at home, which works out at four corners as a general average, which is quite low. Um, again, people might be a bit worried about Everton's high average corners in their matches. Generally, it's the other team that's contributing towards that. They average five, um, five corners per game away from home, so not too high at all. And as far as disciplinary is concerned, Southampton got the third best disciplinary record at home, just picking up three yellow cards in their three home games. And Everton, six yellow cards isn't too bad um, in their three away games, um, sitting in the mid-table in the disciplinary charts. The referee, one of the more lenient ones, Andre Mariner, 10 yellow cards across his three games in the Premier League so far this season. That's an average of 3.33, which sits in 12th of the 18 officials that have taken charge so far. I checked on who scored last season as, as to how that compared very favourably. Last season, his average was 3.32 and was 13th in the list of referees for booking points per game. So happy to sell here at a line of 85. There you have it, selling Southampton versus Everton at 85 is the final selection in Jack SpreadX 6. Uh, do, as I say, click in the link below and you can sign up for a new SpreadX account and get a £10 free goals bet there as well. Uh, and do check out SpreadX for all of your betting needs uh, over the course of the weekend too across all sports and do check out the Who Scored uh, site too for all of your stats needs Jack did it and, and he's you know hopefully gonna gonna get the benefit for doing that as well and do subscribe to the Who Scored YouTube channel as well where you can find uh, plenty of preview content up on there every week uh, do enjoy the football please gamble responsibly and remember that with spread betting losses can exceed your initial deposit